All right, everybody, welcome back to the showcast as we move into our interview portion of the episode. It's been a little while since, you know, we've had an interview, but with the Easter holiday and such, it's it's to be expected. But we're back and we're back in a big way. Adam and I are both very excited to speak with this gentleman. We're huge fans of his work, especially the show that he's currently on now, being the hit CW show Arrow. Uh, through his acting, his charity work, he's a fantastic actor, a fantastic person. Please welcome to the program, Mr. Paul Blackthorne. Paul, thanks so much for spending time with us. That is okay, and I apologize that I just got into my car, <laughs> and you just heard the beats and the thud of the doors and all the nonsense, so sorry about that. And now no, I'm don't. i to get you onto my phone rather than my speakerphone. I think you're on. Okay. There we go. That's better. How's there we go. That's yeah, we're doing well. I mean, uh, you guys are uh, you're out on the West Coast right now, I assume, correct? I, you know, I don't know where I am, really, from one minute to the next. But yes, I appear to be on the West Coast just now. So, yeah, uh, I'm on the West Coast. Yes, it's all good Gra- fun. Um, I know uh, you guys are, you know, uh, you guys are in your fourth season of Arrow right now. You're heading towards the finish line of this fourth season. Already uh, renewed for five. Already renewed for the fifth season. It's it's a little bit of a scheduling con, not conflict, but it's it's weird scheduling for our listeners that you know we're speaking to you before this big big episode that's going to be airing this week. Our listeners are going to know what happens before us because they're going to hear this afterwards. Yeah. Um. So. Well, maybe they can tell us what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's very, very true. Um, yeah. You know, your, your character, Quentin Lance, I feel like was one. He started out as a bit of a hard ass, and he still kind of is, to you know. But he's grown to become such a big fan favorite because I know I, I love Quentin myself. Um, and a big part of that, I think, has to do with the family dynamic almost, you know, with Laurel played by Katie Cassidy, uh, as well as the fact that now he's part of the team. He's He's part of you know, Team Arrow, uh, knowing who everybody is. What's it been like working with Katie and the rest of the cast in this capacity? Well, I, you know, it's so easy to come out with all this sort of gushing, sentimental schlop about how, you know, fabulous everybody is. But how fabulous everybody is, you know, <laughs> it really is true. And it, it's almost boring to say, you know, I can't, yeah, it'd be more interesting if someone was a bit of a, you know, a bit of a pain or this or that. But to be honest, I think that's one of the secrets of the show is that there's such respect and professionalism and friendship, you know, between, you know, the cast members and everybody um, around them in terms of writers. But it's just a great working relationship that goes on, you know. And it, and it's a, it's a weird thing, this whole thing. You know, you could put a guitar player, a bass player, a drummer and a singer together and it could be a pile of nonsense. So you could do that. It could be the Beatles, you know. And and that chemistry that creates that 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 sort of unknown quantity, which some you know just suddenly somehow makes something good. It's hard to put. It's hard to pin down what exactly that is. And you know we're lucky in that with Arrow, there is some sort of chemistry that exists, and everything comes together, and and it just seems to work off each other. You know, it's it's quite a blessing to be a part of that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it it definitely comes across too, but. I mean, a, a couple of years ago, even beyond just the on-screen people, a couple of years ago, we talked to, uh, we had James Bamford on the podcast, the stunt and fight coordinator, and he obviously does a great job with the fights and stunts, especially, I mean, that's kind of the bread and butter of Arrow. That's what it basically was, was built on. And now he's even, well, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, and now he's even, what, directing? Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, i tell you what, i tell you what, right? He kind of personifies 
the whole of what Arrow is about because yeah, it's a comic book show. There's stunts, there's action, and yes, yeah, so, you know, people tune into that. But what obviously that's all rooted in is great character development and great story. And it's funny. The reason why I say you know Bam sort of personifies that is because now that he, you know you we you know he was a stunt guy for a couple of seasons there, and he did a great job of, of doing that. Mm-hmm. Now he's directed a couple of episodes, and he directed uh, another scene on Legends from, uh, that I was involved in the other day. He has got such a touch when it comes to the human side of it as well, the character side of it, the story side of it. He, that's what I mean. He kind of personifies the whole thing that Arrow is. You know, it's not just an appreciation of wham, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, look at those fantastic stunts. You know, it, you can sense the humanity in there as well. And, and bam, it's brilliant with that stuff. I said to him the other day, he's given me some of the best notes I've heard on, on season four from an acting point of view. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's so he's he's really tuned in with the with the story and with the characters, and that's kind of what Arrow's all about, you know. It, yeah. It, 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 it doesn't forget story and character and conflict and neurosis and everybody just trying to do the best they can with the knowledge they've got and generally messing it up completely. But that's what human beings do, isn't it? You know, maybe try and pick it up, pick up the pieces and start again, and do it probably next time. And that's yeah, next week's episode. And with you the know. stunts, I mean it. it I'm sure it, there's obviously stunt actors and everything but um you know it's still physically demanding on on i'm sure your part did you come in when you came into the show were you already pretty in shape or did the show kind of force you to stay in shape well i mean i don't really have a lot of stunt stuff there's a big truck that's about to drive by my car with all the windows open now (laughs) (laughs) hello mr truck um I've got I've got walls being built in my house at the moment, so it'd be even worse if I was in my house. So that's why I'm out here. Um, yeah, I mean stunt stuff. You know, Lance, I've been thrown around a few times. You know, by those sort of Mirakuru people and a bit of this and a bit of that. But generally, you know, stunt stuff a big part of uh, my characters, my character setup. So I I tend to sort of get away with that. The, the only reason I go down the gym and work out is because I've got herniated discs in my lower back and if I don't you know keep myself fit then my back goes bent out of shape so that's the only <laughs> that's actually my that's actually my motivation for keeping fit <laughs> that's a that's good motivation though <laughs> yeah don't, don't listen to these surgeons when they tell you you got to go off and do surgery just keep yourself fit that's what yeah. well I think you're like quietly fit because you're always wearing a suit on the show so nobody can really tell I did manage to get into a T-shirt the other day. Caught a bit of a stir. Oh, you know, laughs in a T-shirt. What the hell's going on? This show has changed. So, uh, um, yeah, that was my big stirring moment. I know you're no stranger to, you know, pop culture kind of projects. You know, you're working on Arrow now. You worked on 24, Deadwood, uh, the Dresden Files, which I know I've had a lot of fans who are huge fans of what, you know, the Dresden Files when it was on. Uh, Do you like like the? Are you a fan of this kind of genre work or do you just just like to to be an actor in general? Doesn't matter what it is. I like a good script. I mean, let's face it, you know, I mean, I did a Bollywood film years ago, which is what propelled me towards Los Angeles and Hollywood and all that stuff. And, you know, whether it's a Hindi film or an indie film or sci-fi or comic book, at the end of the day, you're just looking for a good script with good story, good characters. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, that's, that's what you, you lean, that's what you lean in. Sorry, I thought someone called me another line now, but I'll ignore it. 
Um, <laughs> well, and that's you. what you're leaning into in terms of your choices. Yeah, wouldn't that be annoying if I just went off and just took another call for that time? <laughs> 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 that's slightly obnoxious, isn't it? Excuse me, I've just got to get this call. I, I'll be back in a second. No, I'll be um, Ten minutes later. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't really think about genre, to be honest. I just want to read a script and, and, and want to keep turning the pages. And if I keep turning the pages, it's a good script. And if I'm really thinking hard about the character as a result afterwards, then it's a good character. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and uh, kind of before, um, one thing I want to mention, at least want to at least leave time for and talk about was uh, the wildlife conservation shirts you've had put out. And I love them. I love the... Poach eggs, not. I mean, they're just so. Number one, they're catchy. One was poach eggs, not elephants. The other was keep rhinos horny, um, and it's it really it's funny, but it's also a great way to bring exposure to the issue at hand that I I think a lot of people, especially here in Western culture, don't realize. Um, how did you yeah. kind of become involved with the wildlife conservation? Well, you know, I was trawling through National Geographic magazines. You know, when I was eleven years old, my 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 bedroom was covered in maps the walls and the ceiling. I used to just stare at maps and read through all these, you know, Nat Geo magazines and all the animals and wildlife and far-flung places and all that stuff. So I, I have a, you know, uh, just an inherent love for wild, beautiful creatures, you know, mm-hmm. majestic, you know, it's just so beautiful. Um, and then, you know, when you hear of this slaughter that's been going on in the, in the last five, six, seven years, and the rate of w- that that is happening, it's, I mean, it's truly shocking. I mean, there's, uh, 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 you know, 100 elephants a day being uh, poached, you know, literally, I'm sorry to be graphic about it, but, you know, they're having hand grenades thrown at them, yeah. being gunned down with machine guns, and then whether they're kind of dead or alive, they're having their faces chained off, you know? And, yeah, and that's what's happening. And the same with rhinos. You know, they go to take a rhino, they disable it with a few bullets, and then just saw its face off. And then it will die in the in the bush, you know, just bleeding to death. And, you know, that's, that's kind of, that's graphic, but it's it's what's happening. And and it, the current rate of this killing, now these creatures will be extinct in 10 years' time. I mean, that's, that's insane. It, yeah, it's crazy. hundreds of thousands of these things not so long ago. And we're heading towards a place where you know, they'll be extinct in 10 years' time. So, um, and, you know, the latest show I'm doing is Save the Rhino Vietnam. We're, we're focusing on Vietnam because 90% of poached rhino horn uh, from South Africa ends up in Vietnam. And, you know, Vietnam's a fabulous, beautiful country, but this aspect of it, you know, clearly we need to have a little look at. And I'm going over there on uh, May the 17th for two weeks with Save the Rhino International and their, um, the organization they're affiliated with there on the ground called Education Nature Vietnam. And we're going to do a lot of press and TV and schools and universities, interview doctors, scientists, go undercover, buy some rhino horn, try and understand what's going on, why that exists. And, um, and we're going to do as much as we can to raise awareness that, you know, guys, this just can't, you just can't do this. You know what I mean? And because it's got all these myths attached to it of being of having detoxifying qualities you know curing the after effects of cancer um curing hangovers um giving virility but rhino horn is made of the same thing as your fingernails keratin and clearly it doesn't take much of a scientist to work out that uh fingernails aren't really going to do too much good to you in any of those regards so 
that's what we want to go over there and sort of talk about. It's also become a big status symbol over there because, um, you know, riding a horn is so expensive and it's almost just the fact that you're seen with something expensive suggests that you're doing well, do you know what I mean, financially. Yeah, so right. there's a lot of that, that aspect um, that's going on. And really, you know, as opposed to sort of going in there and pointing fingers and judging people and criticizing, we're really just going to go in there and say, hey, guys, you're getting conned. Don't do yeah. this, you know. We're trying to help yeah. you and help you help your friends as well that are getting conned with this stuff because none of these medicinal qualities exist. So we're actually going in to try and help people getting conned. Um, and that's the approach you're taking because that is what's happening. So you know, um, that's what we're going to do for two weeks, and then after that, I'll go to Kenya and hang out with some rhinos, and you know, and then uh, do some more work. We're filming a lot of it. CW are getting behind the whole thing. They're going to be doing a little short film of it when we get back. And oh, that's great. Yeah, and we're getting a lot of celebs involved. And uh, one of my football heroes, Aaron Ramsey, the Arsenal football player, he's closely associated with the whole project as well. And we're going to get different celebs to sign a T-shirt and then say to their own fan base that they've got a chance to win the same T-shirt by them if they buy a T-shirt, um, you know, one of the T-shirts in general. And that, cause if, if you buy a T-shirt, your name gets thrown into the hat to win the one signed by that celebrity, you know. Oh, so we're cool. going to do a bunch of things along those lines and create, try and create a bit of a stir with it. And then yeah. just finally, sorry, just finally on that, Rob Pryor. Do you know Rob Pryor, the painter, the guy that paints with two hands and does all the comic book stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, I was at a convention a few weeks ago and he came up to me and said, what's all this Rhino stuff? And then we, I said, well, we're just designing the T-shirts at the moment. And we kind of looked at each other and had this big sort of kapow sort of moment. It was like, <laughs> and he's like, well, I'll paint the T-shirt, I'll paint the design. And he came up with a beautiful image of you know vietnam on one side and the rhino on the other and attached to each other and, blah, and it's just a beautiful image he's painted so we're coming out of that at the end of april i think april 25th is going to be the release date for that so and that's on your facebook page are. too right the picture of it yeah yeah and you know what i'm so thankful for the facebook community and you know with this whole social media thing a couple of years ago i i really wasn't you know uh, infusing about it too much but I, my mind has been turned you know hugely on it because you know, whether it's the Twitter, the Instagram, or the Facebook, you know, there's a lot of people out there who really want to help with stuff. And mm -hmm. it is, when, it's, when, when the positive sides of it are happening, it's so positive. And the Facebook, um, guy, you know, it was someone on Facebook that came up with Poach Eggs, Not Elephants. I said to the guy, we're going to do this elephant thing. Anybody got any good ideas for some, you know, lines for the T-shirt? And someone came up with that, you know. And, and then the first charity I was working with, Air Shepherd, still am working with, but the, the, the money we raised from those T-shirts went to Air Shepherd in South Africa. Someone came up with that suggestion through so, through the Facebook page. So I love the Facebook community. Do you know what I mean? The one that I, I get to enjoy being with. So I'm really thankful for those guys. They're really, really supportive. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, you can tell because, I mean, well, you also do some of like, the live broadcasting, which is cool. Uh, helps you interact with the fans, too. And I mean, doing, you know, with the with the whole, um, you know, rhinos and, and anything like that, It once something becomes part of, of a, another area's culture, it's hard to work out. So it's a big project. So I think it's really awesome that that you got involved with it and that everybody else is getting involved, including, like you said, the CW. And um, I just want to yeah. make sure we mention the websites, uh, savetherhino.org and envietnam.org. Is that? Yeah, Save the Rhino International is the organization that I'm going out there with. And they have uh, their affiliate on the ground, Education Nature Vietnam. Is, uh, is the company that is, is the organization that the charity is setting up all the, uh, the infrastructure for when I get there. Um, and a lot of this information is all on my Facebook page as well. I, 
you know, I, the, the Facebook stuff, you know, I love all the arrow stuff and the behind the scenes photos, and we have a lot of fun with all that. But then, of course, you know, I, 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 I it's great, as I said, to, to uh, pop all this information out there with. So you can see a lot of it on my Facebook page for sure. And um, is there another shirt sale coming up? Yeah, that's what we're going to be. It's going to be the Rob Pryor painted shirt, um, uh, the Save the Rhino Vietnam. That's, I think, we're settling on April the 25th, right after we wrap. Um, okay. We'll keep an eye out. Weeks we'll, prior to my trip. Yeah, we'll have yeah, to, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll share it on our pages as well. That would be great. That would be fantastic. Hey, and if you guys want to have a T-shirt that you can sign, and then you can tell your fan base, hey, anybody that buys a T-shirt on the link gets a chance to win the one signed by you. Do you want to do that? That'd be great. Hey, we can do that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we'll send you guys a T-shirt. Oh, fantastic. Um, I know before, I know, you know, you have places to be and and things like that. But before we let you go, I I do have to mention um, this American journey is fantastic. Um, I know that was a documentary that you had done a couple years ago. You you know, you directed as well. Um, And I just have to say that was I, I absolutely love that documentary. You know what, mate? To hear you say that really you know, that really stirs me because I, I don't know, you know, I spent five years making that film <laughs> and, um, you know, it was, a, it got a humble release. Um, and, but I, I have been in screenings of that film where people hit the roof at the end of that, uh, at the end of the movie, you know, they just can't help themselves. They feel so much, so much, it just feel good at the end of it because there's so many positive things about the human race that are affirmed by the amazing people that we interviewed as we traveled across America. You know, we did that in 2008 when the country just crashed. And um, it was amazing what people were talking about in terms of what we learned from from a moment like that, you know, because obviously that crash was very much born out of the pursuit of the American dream and the idea that, you know, a big house, a big car, lots of money makes you happy. And yeah. all you have to do is find the nearest person with a big house and a big car and lots of money and ask him if he's happy. And the chances are he's probably going to say no. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there's living proof all around us. And that is not the thing that makes us happy. So many people in that film, you know, really dwelled upon what it is that is that does make us happy, you know. And um, it's funny to bring that up, actually, because I just had a chat with the distribution company today and we're in agreement that I'm going to, because of, um, well, we have another presidential election coming up uh, with certain characters involved that may be um, dwelling on divisiveness and fear quite heavily in their approach to their uh, uh, their campaign. And uh, we all felt it rather timely that we at least put this film on a free platform at some stage uh, in the lead up to that election and people can really see what the true qualities of good Americans are um, and what it is that really makes us happy and the way to spend our lives. So, yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's a, it was a, a lovely project, and those people were amazing to interview. Yeah, I American. mean, it's it's it, a, a very eclectic, uh, you know, group of characters that you you speak to. Everybody has different opinions. <laughs> uh, eclectic is the word. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty much it. Uh, but I mean, yeah. you're right. It's it's it, the. The documentary shows that the country, while you know, in dire straits, sometimes the country still does have a heart, and that's that's pretty much the message that's behind it. And it's, I, I absolutely loved it. So I just I had to mention that before we let you go. I really I really appreciate it. And one of the themes of that film also, you know, is very much that people have more in common than we have different. You know, and and that's that's what we need to dwell upon because we're actually all in this together, and we're all trying to do the best we can. You know what I mean? Uh, make the place a better world, a better place to live in, and. 
And yet, you know, a lot of people try and split people constantly for their own political purposes. And that's not actually what's going on. You know, we've, we've got more in common than we have different. And you see that demonstrated so hugely in that film that, you know, it's beautiful to behold. Yeah, exactly. I know as of right now, it's available on Amazon for rent and for purchase. So anybody, until you make it available, I, I, are you aiming for something like kind of like Netflix? If, if no, possible. you see, we did all that. It was on Hulu for a while. It was on oh, okay. Hulu until about, I think, about six months ago. But now um, I want to just put it on YouTube, basically. Okay. I mean, oh, okay. it, it may or may not be YouTube, but that's what we're aiming for. I just want to get it out there on a free platform. You know, yeah. it, was, it was never about making a million bucks. It was about, you know, getting the word out there. But, you know, this is, this is the heart of America, and it's worth considering because it's good. And, um, you know, like I said, with the, the current political climate, it, there's, it's another timely moment for it. So, yeah, it'll be on a free platform, but I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that on my Facebook page, I'm sure, when that moment comes. All right, great. Yeah, because I, I definitely highly recommend it. Thank you. Appreciate that. So, Paul, on Facebook, uh, I know also like we've been talking about your Facebook page, <laughs> so make sure you follow Paul on, on Facebook. But you mentioned your upcoming film for, uh, I think it's coming out in September, Daisy Winners. Is there anything uh, that you can, I don't know how much you have to keep under wraps right now, but is there anything you can tell us about it? Um, yeah, well, um I'll be working with my old TV colleague Brooke Shields. She'll be, uh, she'll be, she's part of the film. There's some other wonderful members of the cast as well. And I'm shooting down in Georgia in um, in May. And yeah, I had to get my uh, get my thumb on a motorbike and learn how to ride a motorbike. I've had an old motorbike and a sidecar at the bottom of my drive for the last four years, and I've been looking at it going, must learn to ride a motorbike. Must <laughs> learn to ride a motorbike. And then of course. As is the way with actors, as soon as you have to do it for work, you know, 10 minutes later, you learn to ride, learning to ride a motorbike. So, um, um, yeah, I'm having much fun with that, actually. It's amazing, isn't it, being on a proper motorbike? It's actually, you know, really quite pleasant. So, that's, a goal, yeah, man, that's, that. that's a goal of mine as well. Yeah, it's a little awkward yeah, at first, but you get used it, to it. It's it kind of cool. Yeah, it is a little awkward at first, but, um, <laughs> but uh, get yourself a good teacher. And... Um, yeah, so I'll be doing that. Um, there's a couple of episodes of Legends of Tomorrow that Lance popped up in, uh, which is, uh, which is all, yeah, that's all good stuff. It's great fun doing all these crossovers and whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, then I then we break, and I'll be doing a lot of publicity stuff for the uh, Save the Right of Vietnam t-shirt, and then I'll shoot the film down in Georgia over a couple of weeks, and then off to Vietnam after that, and then a bit of Kenya. Um, and by the way, the only reason I'm really doing all this good, wholesome, charitable stuff is that so I can justify sitting in the pub for three weeks, drinking beer and watching and watching football for the European <laughs> Championship. That's the only reason I'm doing this, just to appease the guilt that's going to come in June when I say, like, come on, England! And, uh, you know, my 12th pint of beer in a pub somewhere in the uh, English countryside. So, um, you know, don't, don't, get, don't take this, you know, this, this is the real reason for it all at all. Um, as long as your priorities uh, are in order. Yeah, exactly. Do something good so I don't feel too bad about doing something bad. There we go. Exactly. That is my hiatus. <laughs> That's, That's the next t-shirt. That's the next shirt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then before you know it, we'll be back doing our season five in uh, in July, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which is uh, which is fantastic. And I just want to say as well, you know, to all you guys that support the show and all the fans that watch it, you know, no, no show is really talked about if there's no fans. You're not on the air without the fans. So, you know, we're always very grateful for, for you guys to, you know, for the support and, and watching it. And, you know, I hope we uh, all continue to entertain you for a long time to come. 
Yeah. Hopefully we get to see you out here. I know, uh, you know, Steven's bringing heroes and villains back out to uh, New Jersey in July. So, uh, uh, you know, hopefully we get to see you out here at a con someday. I know you do the con circuits now. So, uh, yeah, these con things pop up. They're, they're, they're a lot of fun. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I'm just looking at the New York, New Jersey one at the moment. I'm just working out my schedule and seeing if I can fit that in because, as you've just heard, it's a bit of a hectic few months coming up. So, yeah, yeah uh, fingers crossed, but um, we'll keep you posted, of course. Well, if you're out there, I'll, I'll be meeting you because I'd love to meet you in person one day. Oh, definitely. Swing by. It's a good. We'll have a time. So, uh, well, I mean, we won't hold you up any longer, but obviously we want to tell everybody to check out, you know, your Facebook page. Just search for, you know, Paul Blackthorne on Facebook, at Paul Blackthorne on Twitter. Of course, check out SaveTheRhino.org and ANVietnam.org for all more information on, on the T-shirt campaigns and such as well. Uh, and, of course, follow, you know, watch Arrow on the CWs every Wednesday night. Yep, so. and uh, now that you guys are uh, hearing us talking after you've seen the episode, I hope that wasn't too shocking for you. <laughs> uh, but, Paul, thanks again All for right. spending some time with us. This was a blast. Thank you very much, guys. Really appreciate your uh, your support and everything. Uh, it's nice to chat with you guys. And yeah, introduce but... us and swing by if we're, uh, if we're around with one of the conventions. Oh, yeah, definitely will. Uh, everybody stick, right. a- stick around, and we'll be back with more Showcast right after this break.